Hey everybody, it's Josh here, and I just wanted to take a quick minute before the show gets started to just tell everyone that's listening, thank you. Any way in any manner in which you consume this, whether it's downloading, listening on YouTube, liking our Instagram posts, following us on there, going to the website and clicking it. However, that mechanism is that you choose to consume the content that we produce. I just wanted to say thanks. And on behalf of myself, obviously, and everyone here at Game Rage, we all thank you because knowing that you're out there and you're listening. And if we can just entertain one person, then really that makes all the blood, sweat, tears, everything we put into this worth it. And I know I'm sounding like a martyr right now, but I just wanted to show our appreciation, I suppose. And also to, you know, just remind everyone to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Game Rage Magazine and to follow us on Twitter and X or slash X at Game Rage Mag. And to also visit our website, www.gameragemagazine.com. And again, thank you from everyone here and myself at Game Rage from the bottom of our hearts. We thank you for listening. What podcast reviewer 37 describes as an indiscriminate hellish ride that I would not wish on my worst enemy. The industry's elite have said time and again, man, fuck those guys. Get ready. If your ears had butts, they'd about to be fucked. Welcome. To the Butt Fuck Nowhere Show. All right, and here we are, and welcome to the Butt Fuck Nowhere Show, episode number two. This is the podcast that is basically about just there's no topic. It's just it's butt fuck nowhere, man. Whatever the fuck comes to our minds, whatever shit we're feeling right at the moment or that day or whenever, and we're just going to talk about it. So as usual, I'm Josh. I'm one of your hosts, and I'm also here today with Adam. Howdy. And I'm also here today with Frank. Hello. And uh, Adam, you you had mentioned earlier that you are salty about some things. So let's let's maybe start with that. What what are you salty about? Okay, all right. Uh, so today, yeah, yeah. So for the past, like the past week, I haven't been able to completely finish a run. Okay. And I started off at like you know one mile, and then eventually got up to seven point two, and I yeah. did I did eight point four. Eight point four was like my last successful one, and I put I took time off. I took I started putting two days in between and then I extended it to you know three days. I made a second attempt to go at eight point four. I didn't do it. I also started earlier because it takes me two hours to run eight point four miles. Yeah. And then I did it again today and I started again at six thirty. Fucking hot as fuck. It's 102 degrees. I'm wondering if like I'm I'm losing my edge or Did you what? start at six thirty PM? Yeah, six thirty PM, yeah. So do you think if you either waited because okay, I mean it's been eighty degrees. I mean, like when I went when we, just right now, I mean, it was eleven o'clock at night when we were coming back, and it was, it's fucking eighty degrees outside still. Yeah. So, do you think that maybe the heat 
has something to do with that. I, I feel like it is, and I'm trying not to, because, dude, I'm 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 a mad, uh, I'm a sycophant of Dave, David Goggins, oh, yeah, and I'm sure. trying to be as crazy as that son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so, what did you actually hit? What what number did you hit? I only got to like 1.5 miles today, and then you just died. You're I just, just I'm dead. just like fuck this, dude. And I I just I walked and uh, just <laughs> ton of shame. So I'll I'm kind of upset about that so even I, with walking you only did 1.5 or did you i just continue? went home because oh, i was so mad like right. I, and i think it was just i was overheated but you still did 1.5 right yeah that's still more than zero yeah so granted you should be salty about being a bitch and quitting however yeah you should also at least recognize the fact that you you did you still you know you know how many more miles that is running than in, than most motherfuckers today yeah. that was 1.5 miles more than most motherfuckers ran yeah today. what's that one role the guy was was it the guy you said where if you spend 30 minutes a day and doing one thing, just like pick up a guitar or start running. Yeah. You do 30 minutes a day for like, I think you said like six months, you're already better than 90% of the population right. at, that, at that thing. Yeah. So, yeah, today you may have a setback, but you're... You're a million percent better off than me. Yeah, <laughs> that's, I, that's true. So the next time I gotta, I go back. I'm like, shit. Do I start from like just one again, or do I just go for eight point four and just start later time? It, I'm just out there too fucking late, dude. Like I, I feel like I'm gonna get robbed because <laughs> not to say like the yeah. area that we live in is like seedy or anything, right. but there is a gang here and like they kind of made their presence known in the bathroom that they wrote their. Their taglines or whatever. Yeah. Their and I'm just like, fuck, man. I don't want to stay out that late. Do and you um do you like do you just prefer running in the park or would you would you do a treadmill? Uh I just run at the park because it's easier to keep track. Cause I know that like one lap is one point two miles. So it's just easier yeah. to like it just it's yeah, it's yeah. easier. It's, Dude, man, I I would tell you just running on a trip fucking sucks, man. It it's it just sucks. It just sucks dicks, man. It's there's no good thing about running on a treadmill. It it just sucks all the way around. Cause you literally are psychologically fucking yourself because you feel like you're you know you can see the numbers changing on there, but it's like you just sit there and go, man, I'm not going fucking anywhere. And I I was doing that for a minute, and then that's when I changed up to go just going around the neighborhood. And, you know, I mean that that's 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 more helpful than you know running on the treadmill at least to, to me and now granted it does suck to you know now you're out in the elements or you're out in public and now you got to watch your back and like you know yeah like you said oh man am i gonna get robbed granted i don't think i'm gonna get robbed really around here but you never fucking know yeah i mean shit you know you got to pay attention it's gonna be, be josh's worst sniper he's gonna get he's gonna get mugged by a coyote <laughs> yeah yeah fuck man you never know that's a possibility it's true man like so, so sometimes they they do come out here because now that they're building housing up there, I feel like they're going to get oh, pushed, yeah, man. pushed down, pushed down here. But uh, yeah, that, that's kind of like the thing I've been struggling with is like basically for a week I haven't had a really good run. Second thing is, uh, I guess music related because I, I I don't know if I'm trying to make me. I guess in some regard I'm trying to make music like the thing I yeah. want to make money off of. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it would be the thing that fulfills me. Um. Just music in what way? Because you know some people might be confused about. Are you, are you trying to you know make music? Uh, oh no! Or or just you know what? You uh, talking talking to artists yeah. like potentially okay. uh, putting shows together. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like inter yeah interviewing artists and, and putting shows together okay. uh, and just I guess in some aspect writing as well because that's what I right. kind of do on Instagram. Like yeah, I post yeah. a lot about bands and stuff. So uh, yeah, uh, I I would love to make video content, but like I'm just. 
I'm too shy, man. Like I can't put my face out there. I, I that's probably hurting me. But anyways, I mean, the, the, uh, you considered VTubing? VTubing, that's true. <laughs> what's uh, VTubing? It's it's Isn't like it having an avatar in place of you, like your. Oh really? Yeah, like you, they you have. You do that? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck have I been? Is that is that a new thing? Not really. Not really. Jesus no. Christ, it's been. I think it's been around for like a couple, couple years or man. man. Three three years? I don't I don't know. It's been it's been a minute. It's been around for a minute. Curious. Yeah. So anyway, anyway so you're salty about Yeah, so I, I met this one artist. Well, I've been following his music for four or five years. Uh-huh. And uh he reached out to me at some point during like prior to his the release of his second album, like his second mm-hmm. single he came out with. He's like, Hey, do you think you can help me out like you know, promoting this thing? And I did yeah. it. And I got that dude's music plays, played on the radio, and that was cool. Uh, and then for an extended period of time, this dude didn't uh, – he wasn't making music because, like, he's getting his PhD in some yeah, yeah. field of science. Yeah, I, yeah. I think it's, like, molecular and – molecular – molecular – molecular – molecular – molecular pathology and something else. Uh, but anyways. Smart. Yeah, he's a smart motherfucker. So anyways uh, – He's playing his first show in June, mm-hmm. which was this past or past yeah, yeah. couple months. And uh, I told the guy, I'm like, hey, you know, I, I'm I'm I started working at this radio station thing, and uh, I'd be interested if like to know if you'd be down to do an interview. He said yes. Yeah. So the interview like went really well. Like it, I, you know, I threw it up on YouTube and I aired it on the the, the program that yeah, I do, yeah. and uh, it, it was good enough to where the people that surround him were like oh yeah this is this is a, a good really interview cool. yeah it's a good interview and one person in particular is this artist that he's collaborating with and it's uh he's producing her next album so mm-hmm. i felt like the next conclusion would be to go to her and say hey like would you be interested in doing an interview like you kind of know what kind of questions i ask because you watch the thing you know like, right what I'm yeah about. jesus fuck jesus um so i asked that question this past sunday right or, uh-huh. or a couple days ago and i haven't gotten a response <laughs> i haven't gotten a response and it's just kind of like upsetting because i've met this artist too like four years yeah. ago and uh I, it's obvious that like i care about music and all this stuff but it's hard to not take it personal because right. i just understand like it's the nature of human beings to like be weary of people in general like strangers right, right? uh and for clarification just so people so so you you got i mean you know you got left on red so yeah it's so not I got like left red, oh yeah. it's just too busy and you got flood you got lost but, in the inbox right and nah, the, they clicked on it and at least looked at it and then went eh, yeah scroll, it, scroll aside or whatever and, and the thing is about like the the previous part of that conversation was i was saying like hey you know i kind of know your guys' story you guys actually haven't met before right you've been working on music together and one thing that i would love to do is to bring you two together for a show here in los angeles right uh and i would love to make that happen because like i i want to be the person that does that because i care like i care right yeah and she's like yes that sounds like a really good idea i know there's a lot of things to get in in, yeah yeah. to to line Line up. up right and uh, and I thought, I'm like, oh, cool. Like, that's further than I got previously, like, when I first talked to, get, talked to her. So I thought, like, anything after that would kind of be gravy. Like, it, right, it'd yeah. be smooth, right? Uh, but it didn't end up being that. I'm like, shit, Do man. you think maybe 
not I guess not really necessarily playing devil's advocate here, but to not justify what she did, because that's still fucked up. If you look at it, you could at least fucking have the decency to say, oh yeah, for yeah, sure, no or just bullshit you or no thanks, or just whatever. You could have the decency to at least respond. Yeah. However, do you think maybe you just okay, you know there's that old saying about you, you know, you shot your load too early, right? Mm. Do you think maybe you just shot too many consecutive loads essentially because you you hit her up about, oh, I'd love to do this, and then she's like, Yeah, yeah, cool. And then you were like, Oh, hey, also, maybe you want to get interviewed. And she was like, ah, fuck, this guy's getting it's, too uppity in my business. I don't know. But it's aren't, too, it's aren't, too. Aren't you like a, pro, a proud purveyor of uh, accuracy by volume? Yeah. Oh, I am. I'm not saying I'm just I'm just playing the other side no, here. And just, it's just, a good point. Just asking if, if maybe he thinks that but, possibly could have been a, a factor into why. I, I think it is like, but at the same token, if I don't ask that, I don't know. Agreed. hundred percent. And also. On the other part, you miss 100 percent of the shots that you. Uh, yeah, I agree. Well, yeah, there's that, and also like I had to strike with irons hot. Like if true, she, yeah, if she true. was kind of enamored with like with that with that <laughs> conversation previously, and the, if she enjoyed uh, it uh, yeah. and she likes this artist, then I have to go for it. Like to say, like, hey, you I can do, do the same like thing this for too? you. Yeah? I can do the same thing for you. Right, like, yeah. and I don't see anybody else talking about her. Like, yes, sure. She has articles written about her, and they're not from larger publications or whatever. Not, yeah. not from larger publications, but I haven't even seen a proper interview of her in video format. I'm like, I would love to do that for you. I'll put the time in. Like, I'll do all that shit. Yeah. Give give me the opportunity to do that. But I like again, it just um I'm not even sure if I'm asking for a solution, but I'm just bringing it up because it it just uh I think this is just something that I'm ha- I'm going to have to get used to continually yeah. uh, that I'm just going to encounter artists that there, there's probably going to be far more no's than there are going to be yeses. Yeah. And, and this is something that I think is just going to affect all of us. Like, oh, 100 percent, like yeah. all, all of us in general, that in order for anybody to believe that you have any kind of credibility in anything right. is that you need to demonstrate like some type of value or, or, or competence, or a in, competence yeah. with, with some type of work. So now I need, like, I feel like I personally need to have a person and I don't want to say it's, it's not using the person that, um, let's say has like a large following right? Yeah. to say like, Oh, I know this person. It's like, Oh, I know. I really enjoy this person for who they are. It just right. happens to be that they have a large following. Yeah. If I get to interview them, like I would love to take advantage of that opportunity so that I can open myself up to their audience and, right, yeah, and yeah. have it go back, you know, my way as right, well. Yeah. Like, and, uh, and I feel like it, it has to go down two ways. I'm going to have to interview somebody that's like a heavy hitter that yeah. it, it just kind of like a stat establishes, establishes me in that way, or it's just going to be by volume of work. Right. Yeah. To, to have number of interviews to say, Hey, this guy's doing being consistent about interviewing people, uh, or artists specifically. And, um, it's like, Oh, look at all the great artists that he's interviewed that, early on in their career. Right, yeah. yeah. So I feel like that's what it's going to have to be, you know, to get what I want. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with you. And you know, I wasn't, I was just, because look, look, look at, look at the amount of uh, conversation we got out of that. That was good. That was good to, to bring up that devil's advocate side, you know? Yeah, no, it's good. Like, yeah. Cause again, I, I think, yeah, you, sh- you need to go for it. You need to strike when the iron's hot. I think that's the key to, you know, success or whatever. And, and, and I do think that in paralleling with this whole thing, the, the game rage thing that, uh, you know, bring it back to magazine, right. Or putting the magazine up. I think that, yeah, I'm trying to get Bethesda to give me permission to put Starfield on, 
the cover, right? That's what I want to do and feature that as the article. Yeah. Now, I, who knows what the fuck's going to happen? Uh, but maybe if if they do say, yeah, hey, go for it. Well, okay, cool. Now I can add in and say, oh, well, this is a heavy, this is an official legitimate game that gave me permission to use this. So, oh, shit, that's, that's like a heavy hitter, right, essentially? And I think it's going to be a combination of the two. It's going to be a combination of just sheer volume of work, which us doing two to three episodes of podcasts a week maybe more in the future and doing the sheer volume of putting out podcasts and then also maybe getting a few heavy hitters here and there, you know, with that, maybe, you know, I don't know, maybe we get a couple of decent interviews from people that are local celebrities or local fucking, I don't know, people that, that are somebody's or just interesting people in general, maybe to talk to, you know, it's going to take some shit like that. It's a combination, I think, of the two to get propelled forward and be seen as legitimate, I yeah. guess. Because until until we do that, then obviously the people who are going to listen to this stuff at the beginning, those are, those are like the hardcores, right? Those are the ones that we can always count on to be there and to listen every week. Those people and and you know in advance I thank them for for doing that because that's they're the reason why I'm I'm doing this is 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 because I want to entertain people right and yeah maybe if we can make a little money on the side to keep it going and make it pay for itself I mean yeah that'd be great obviously it would be wonderful if we could do this as a job full time and and provide entertainment to people that like our stuff that'd yeah. be fucking ideal but yeah it's gonna take a combination I think of the two things to get it to that point of of legitimate heavy hitters or whatever like you said and also just sheer volume of work yeah i think is is what it's gonna gonna take to get there what do you think about that frank i agree frank agrees all right uh one other thing that i had a problem yeah. with mm. as oh, well yes. Right. yes huh oh yes no i want to hear it. yes Tell all right me. okay so dude I've, I've been posting on social media for the last four years yeah. and I have the same follower count as I did when <laughs> in, the fir- in the first fucking year of me doing it, which isn't, it's, it's not zero, right. but it's not fucking lot. Like it's not, yeah. it's not above a thousand followers. Um, but you know, I am thankful for the people that do pay attention. Right. Right. Yeah, of course. Uh, so what? No, I want to keep going. Cause I wanted to just, I was just curious to see this person that I'm friends with. Just because they're an Instagram minor celebrity, I guess. Okay. okay. If you could call it that. All right. I just wanted to see how many. Fo- I mean, shit, man. She's got 3,600 followers. Yeah. Okay. And she literally does nothing. I mean, granted, she puts out pictures. I mean, look at this. She puts out shit about, you know, oh, this stuff. And it's like products and things like, you know, shit that she's purchased or whatever. God oh, damn, dude. Oh, that's, that, that, yeah, that's soul yeah. crushing right there. Right. And, and that's. That's literally it. I mean, she has, I mean, she's got 440 posts. So, I mean, she posts shit, but yeah, 3,600 followers. And, and honestly, I hate to say it because I don't want to sound like an asshole, but I do think a lot of it has to do with simping and fucking people that just, they just, that's what they go for. Yeah. And that sucks. But again, we just have to work that much harder. We have to put that much more fucking effort in. Yeah. Cause we don't have the natural given assets to fucking 
just make it and that's easier. Not, that's not either women that's, or that's not right. women or no. it's just women and men. Yeah, I'm or saying, anybody because we're like, fucking yeah. ugly. Okay, yeah. Like, yeah, that's cool. That's, that's the problem. You yeah. know, we're, we're not attractive individuals, which yeah. is why we're doing fucking radio essentially. Because right. yeah, you know, you ever that? Oh, you got a face for radio? Yeah, that's all three of fucking of us. All right, we're yeah. we're uh, Adam scares small children. Okay, yes. like, you know, <laughs> yes, yeah, so your daughter had to prove it yeah. yesterday. <laughs> Dude, that shit was hilarious. And apparently, I can't dress for shit. Yeah, and she told Frank. She told Frank. She literally told him. Oh, you're wearing that. You're wearing that. Did, did you? Were you doing laundry no, or no, something? No, no, right? No, no. Didn't she? Say like right, that? Say right, she saw my shirt. Uh-huh. Asked me what was on it. I said it was venom. It was venom. So you chose to wear that? <laughs> yeah, dude. Fuck the savagery, man. The savagery, man. At, at what five? Five years old. God, I love that kid, man. She's fucking. She's fuck, ah, man. So good. So Rip. good, man. Uh, all right, so. The problem that I'm having yeah. is that I've been posting on uh, social media for right. four years. I, and for the first year, it was it was all right. Like I was getting, I was growing and shit. Yeah. Um. But dude, like I genuinely try to post informative stuff. Like I post a lot of stuff relating to music and how bands are connected to one another and how bills come together. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I see a lot of things that happen in the beginning, like uh, one band specifically, there's this group called the sacred souls and uh, they've appeared on television and they played a lot of great venues and shit. I saw that shit from nearly day one. It was like their fourth appearance ever. It was yeah. here in, <laughs> I, I, I do what I will. I almost doxed us again. Yeah. Oh, you know what? We're, we're, we I, deleted that episode, right? So, okay, cool. Yeah, that's that's no, good then. No, no, no. I, I just I didn't want to be. Uh, I saw their fourth fourth yeah, appearance yeah. ever, and it was here locally, locally oh, to yeah, us, yeah, to, locally yeah. to us, right? And I knew from day one. <clears throat> I knew when when I saw them, I was like, oh, this is the next big thing in soul music. Yeah, like yeah. I knew it. I knew it. And it's after the fact that like radio stations pick up on this music that it it's validated by them. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, shit, man, but I was already on it, man. That, and that kind of pissed me off. already pumping it up saying like, oh man, this is the next big thing. This thing's going to be legit. You guys check this out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So anyways, the, okay. So in order for me to try to grow my Instagram following, yeah, yeah. one thing that I was working on was giving shit away. Right. And yeah, yeah. the thing that I came up with was like quests. Yeah, yeah. Like I, cause I got, I kind of got the idea from like Fortnite quest or, or yeah. or yeah, the quest themselves. And basically I, the idea was I would give people five tasks they had to do throughout the week uh-huh. and each one would count for an entry and they would only be able to complete that for the duration of the seven days. Right. And it was supposed to be an eight week long period. And I just decided I was going to cut it at four cause after the third week, I didn't see. I had four, four or five people doing these tasks, which was basically following Instagram accounts of artists that I was really interested in. They're brand yeah. new, or largely brand new or newish artists, and uh, it was like liking their material, uh, liking their post, uh, resharing it, all that shit. Yeah. So it was, it was in the nature of trying to get the algorithm working for for the artist right, and yeah. without them ha- having to do anything anything, yeah. anything so the the reward for it was I'm I'm, I'm as good as my word I'm going to be giving away beats earbuds uh-huh, yeah. yeah so somebody's going to be getting e- Some sweet. tomorrow oh i'm going to give it away and uh so what are you doing like a random drawing yeah I'm, I'm, oh, it's okay. a lottery so yeah, like yeah. whatever amount of entries every person did for like each of the tasks that they complete they're yeah gonna, that's the number of entries that Got they it. get all right but the thing is man like by the third week it fucking 
like nobody was doing anything. I'm like, fuck, man, like not even this would work. Not even I've tried posting informative information. I've tried. I'm going to reveal something. I've written inflammatory things in the past (laughs) to see if I would get engagement and it, and it, it did. It, it did. It, like it did to some degree, but I don't want to go down that route because that's not like I don't want to do that. But um, yeah. yeah, I'm just I'm I'm kind of at a uh, an impasse when well, it comes to social media. So now that now that you've kind of said this, and I kind of had an idea. Do you think that maybe one of the tasks that you should have had them do mm. was reposting? the like this like make that the first task is like oh repost this specific thing right because you're having them repost shit about these bands to like help the band right so do you think maybe if you did that but also made that one of the requirements was oh repost this thing to all your to your shit so that way every other person could see oh you're giving away this guy this asshole's giving away beats headphones if you do some of these things yeah and then maybe some of their people will see it and then maybe it's also it's, it's benefiting you I was also kind of afraid that if it got too big that I wouldn't be able to keep track of every fucking person because I had a spreadsheet uh-huh. and I was thinking, oh my God, if I have a hundred people, and you I fucking need- miss one. Well, if I have a hundred people, I need to verify every single task that that's they complain. That's, yeah. that's going to be a lot of time. I did, well, did, did, do you yeah. also think maybe you could just fudge it, fudge it and go, all right, cool. They reposted it and at least they said they did it. So like, eh, maybe I'll just, fuck yeah, I didn't want to do it like that either. <laughs> Cause then, uh, then it's like kind of half assed. Everybody who, who participates gets entries, right? Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, I guess it's half assed, but, but, uh, yeah, dude, I just, I'm like, shit, dude, I'm running out of ideas of how to motivate people to, engage with like the yeah my social media account and i'm just kind of burned out dude from from social media frank do you think that we should have made fake instagram accounts and done these things to then potentially get entries so we could have won the beats headphones (laughs) (laughs) would that have been cheating you already own beats yeah but What's better than one Beats headphones? Two. Two Beats headphones. <laughs> you free. Have four. A free Beats headphones. No, I only got like three pairs. Well, in this house, I have a pair. Katie has a pair. And she, well, Katie has two pairs. She has the over the ear ones and then the ones like mine with that go over the, the little the little buds or whatever. And then I have a set of the buds. So that's, that's you three. Have, you have a pair of over the ear ones too. No, those are hers. Those well, you have one yourself. Where? What color is it? The one my sister gave you? Oh shit! So okay, so there's four pairs of Beats headphones in this house. I did forget about that. I did forget about those. Okay, but yeah, so I have four Beats, but 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 a fifth pair would have been cool. A free fifth pair. You didn't even know about the fourth one you had. What were you gonna do with the fifth one? Ah, fucking, I don't know. Shove him, shove him, turn them sideways and stick them yeah. straight up my candy ass, Frank. That's what yeah. I was about to do with it. All right, so okay, one thing that mm. um, this isn't. What's the phrase? Is it no good deed goes unpunished or there's no, or mm-hmm. some, fuck, I don't know what it is. Well, anyways, I don't know if it's relevant, but, um, so one thing that happened that was kind of cool. Yeah. That I'm kind of hoping just turns into something else. Um, so we added somebody, like we added a DJ to the, the rate, the radio thing I'm doing. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, uh, something cool that happened was the, the person that we invited her wife, his wife was like, Hey, this is really cool. Like we get to, you get to play your whole DJ set and like, I'm really happy for you and all that shit. So then her, his wife turned up the fucking volume, uh, to the point, like it was, you know, like every Mexican party that's like super fucking loud. Oh yeah. yeah. So they're blaring that shit. And apparently the neighbor of, uh, the guy 
and his uh and his wife uh so they he came over to their house and i was like oh who, who the fuck's playing that like whose music is yeah, that? yeah and uh the dj guy is like oh yeah that's that's my music that i'm this is like my program or whatever he's like oh that's cool he's like hey uh, so I work at this place, like some venue or whatever. Uh-huh. And he's like, we play tech house music or whatever. And, uh, you know, I heard your music and your shit's like, your shit's good. Like I really enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. And it was just kind of like a weird serendipitous thing that happened, uh, that that guy had like an opportunity present itself to him right, yeah. by some weird happenstance thing. And I'm like, Oh, cool. Like, not that I'm going to take credit for it, but it, it just, it was just cool to have something like that happen. So I'm hoping that by giving away these beats earbuds, like it, it something Maybe it'll good, attract something like yeah, that. It, yeah. yeah, something cool like that. So but that's kind of I don't know if that's like relevant to the whole dilemma with the social media stuff, but yeah, those are kind of like the things I've been uh frustrated frustrated with uh, as far as like all my endeavors go. Physical fitness and, and social right, media. Yeah. But uh yeah. Anyway, so what do you what do you guys have to say? Well, you know, it doesn't have to be specifically no, about yeah, this, yeah. but if you guys have your own things you have to share, I mean, I I just have to say, you know, so I mean, so far, I feel I feel like this week, uh, this week's been a pretty good fucking week. You know, I've got uh, got a lot of stuff done for uh, putting the website together, essentially for for quote unquote launch, and then uh, let's see, I mean, we we've done double the amount of podcasts that we normally do this week. So I'm fucking super stoked about that. And, you know, um, uh, one of my enemies died this week. So that what fucking fuck? really was, that was really a good fuck. I was really stoked to hear that. I'm like, yeah, good. Fuck this dude. Like, I'm glad he's dead. Um, I mean, what was this person to you? Uh, it, it was somebody that I, I used to work with. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that with the description of who they are. But they basically tried to get me fired at this fucking job that I was at literally fucking every day. I mean, nonstop. And this, and this person was elderly, okay? So it's not like they had an untimely demise. They were like in their 80s. They were sickly. So, but I always, I always used to say, cause, cause they were very, they were, they were like this when we worked together and they were, I was just always like, man, I hope this motherfucker dies. Fuck, he's dude. trying to get me fired. I'm like, I swear That's to God, I, I hope one day we're here and we get the call that this fool dies and then I'll just be so happy because then I'll never have to be fucked with again. And, you know, I, I went through the whole time and he got to fucking retire and uh didn't even get to enjoy it no no did not even i don't think it hadn't even been six months i don't think and fucking wait how did you find out then uh somebody somebody told me so they texted me and said oh your wish came true and so that's the text i got hey and i said which one because you know i make a lot of wishes and they said oh so and so died and you know what i replied good and then that was it fuck end dude. of the day that's wild and yeah i'm sure that's some bad fucking karma or whatever but you know what man like i i'm sorry i just i just i just i feel have strong feelings about it and i don't i don't feel bad i'm sorry man i don't feel bad about it uh to, to counterbalance that to counterbalance that I did do a good deed this week, which I think is why this person was 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 murdered on my behalf, or not murdered, but why they <laughs> why they died was because I did a good deed this week. So I feel like that was my come up. Was you know, no good deed goes unpunished. Yeah. So you know, I I was rewarded because uh, I don't. Know, this is gonna make me sound even more like an asshole because I'll tell you what it's happened. okay. I mean, it's a funny story. It's, just, a, it's an interesting story. So okay, it's okay. There's no redeeming you. Yeah. You're right. That's true. I fuck it. A full heal, full send. All right. Yeah, I'm I was gonna say, dude. Like, why why apologize that's for true. the way you fuck feel it, about yeah. any anything dude like if you Good point if you fucking loathe somebody yeah like what's the point of holding it back like just, true dude. true that is that is true so 
so anyways, we, I was going taking Chloe to my parents' house or whatever, yeah. okay. and we were gonna we were gonna go. Uh, I had to get gas, so I go to the gas station, and it's it's like fucking it's it's like eight thirty in the morning. It's already like fucking ninety degrees. So I pull up, and the gas station's full. So everybody's there and I'm just like, whatever. And so I'm waiting in line and finally I come up and I pull up and I get out and I'm whatever I'm there. And there's this car that's, that's in this, like I'm on two and they're on, you know what I'm saying? Like they're on the one that's on the other side of me. So one to two or whatever you call it. So I'm sitting there and there's this kid in the car and he looks like he's maybe about like eight or nine and he, he's just sitting there. The window's down. He just looks fucking miserable. He's just sitting there staring out the window. looks like he's about to die. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, man, what's up with this kid? And so I'm kind of just staring at him. And so I'm like, wait a minute, this kid's like eight. Like where the fuck is his mom at? Like, you know, he's in this car by himself. It's fucking hot. So I'm pumping my gas and I'm just kind of looking around and I see this lady going around and she's going around to all these cars and she's essentially just asking you know for 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 gas money right and everybody's telling her to fuck straight off and so she comes up to me and she's like hey do you have any change or whatever and i'm just like ah fuck because because i i've seen this before where you know you're getting scammed it's like they're gonna go buy drugs or whatever yeah yeah so i'm just i'm just like okay and i said "Ah, i didn't have any cash on me so i'm like ah, i don't have any cash and she's like okay and so I just sit there and she's like, she's literally, I'm looking at her as I'm pumping my gas and she's literally fucking like going through the seats looking for change and shit of her car. She's in the trunk and I'm just like, man, yeah, I see her. She's, she's grabbing pennies, dimes, nickels, whatever she can get her hands on. And so I just said, Hey, I said, if you pull your car up a little bit, um, you know, once I finish pumping my gas, I'll put you like, I'll put you like 10 bucks in, you know, to get you wherever you're like, you live close around here. And she's like, oh yeah, I just, you know, we just basically ran out of gas. I'm not gonna have enough gas to get home. And I just, whatever. So I'm like, all right, cool. So she pulls up, you know, I, I click in and I, I'm whatever. I'm also kind of talking to her while this is happening. And so she's telling me like, oh, you know, she's very, oh, thank you. Thank you. Blah, blah. And I'm just thinking like, all right, you know, I'm giving you gas. So you can't take the gas and go get drugs with it. So I figure this is, you know, this this will work. This will be good. Uh, now, granted, I, I was I was half expecting oh like she had a full tank of gas and it would just stop after like five bucks and then she goes oh shit you know uh, yeah yeah thanks and then just takes off. I, I was kind of expecting that to happen where it's like oh she was really just trying to get drug money or whatever. So as I'm sitting there pumping, I'm talking to her or whatever and she's just oh she's very thankful and then you know I I lost track and so I ended up giving her like I think I ended up giving her like eighteen dollars worth of fucking gas which whatever that's fine good enough so. I unplugged the thing and then what sealed the deal and made it confirm that I wasn't getting scammed and I made the right decision was she came up to me and she had this handful of change and she said, hey, like, thank you so much. Do you, you know, do you want the change here? I'll give you the change for giving me this gas. And I said, you know what? It's all good. I don't need the change. You, you, know, you can keep the change, right? You just keep it keep it do whatever you want with it and it's all good and then she was just like oh awesome thank you and then she fucking got in her car and then they left and i said oh good she didn't hang around trying to ask for more money so i said okay that's cool and then you know i mean that was the end of it so i just thought that was kind of an interesting you know thing and it's 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 just like i didn't want to be the one that left this kid out there to fucking die in the heat because it was about to start getting real fucking hot and i'm just like man this dude's gonna be sitting here all day because everybody's telling her to fuck straight off because they don't want to fucking hear about it and you know i may be an unredeemable asshole but at least i do nice things sometimes i guess right and you know, fuck it. Uh, I, I, I would be in this, the way I look at it is, is I'm in that situation. I wish somebody would help me or like if my daughter was in that situation or my wife, cause that lady is, she's obviously, she's that kid's mom. She's somebody's sister. She's somebody's daughter, right? I would wish that those people in my life, if they were in that position, that someone would be nice enough to say, Hey, you know, 
yeah, I'll help you out. Let me give you 10 bucks in gas because you fucking ran out of gas. I don't know what the circumstances are, how she got in that position, you know, because obviously to me, it's like, what are you fucking dumb? How did you fucking lose it? Well, you know, money's hard up, blah, blah, blah. You know, I get it. It's like life fucking sucks. It's tough. And sometimes you need a little bit of help. And if I could provide a little bit of help, fuck it. You know, I'm there, you know, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why, but I was thinking about this quote from Willie Walk. Wonka after uh, Charlie gives him the yeah. fucking everlasting gobstopper uh-huh. and then you know Willy Wonka reaches out and grabs the fucking thing and he says so shines a good deed in a weary world I don't know why I like that yeah, quote that's a good quote yeah but it, it's cool because it you know there's a lot of reasons to be an asshole in the world true that you don't put somebody else in front of you like to you're like oh I don't fuck this person like who cares about uh them getting gas like what what do i care about this person like yeah they could be selling drugs like you can find every excuse not to help somebody but right, when you yeah. do uh it, it's kind of like a i don't know if it's a miracle but it's 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 something cool that happens in the world when you're, you're able to put you're you yourself are in a position to be helpful to somebody else because like yeah it, whether anybody wants to believe it or not like nobody got anywhere by just doing shit by themselves right yeah like you you are built up by the people around you and right. all that shit. So like sometimes you got to pay that fucking, I don't know if it's a toll, like the universal, yeah, yeah. The, the universe, the, the car, the karma, the karma toll of, of, yeah. of life, I guess. Yeah. You know? I don't know if you have to pay, but like sometimes you just have like a gut feeling to, to do that thing. And yeah, man. And it's weird. Cause I, I had that gut feeling of, of, of like, ah oh, man, like when I told her no the first time about, you know, giving her money, I felt bad afterwards. I was like, man, what could I do to help this lady? Cause yeah, I, I don't have any money to give her really, but like, what, what could I, what could I do to help her? And, oh, well she needed gas. Like, oh, well, I could just pump gas You're right here. You know, that's not a big deal. I just tack it on to what I'm already paying for this fucking exorbitant priced gas anyways. So yeah, I'll just fucking tack that on. Who cares? And, you know, and it also was, I got to teach, my daughter got to learn a, a good life lesson right there because obviously, cause I had the windows rolled down cause it was hot. And so then she, she literally, it was funny cause she was looking at me and then she's like, ah, daddy, you're pumping gas in the wrong car. And then I said, oh no, you know, they need help. Oh, they need help. Oh, well, good. You're helping them. And then I said, yeah, you know, sometimes, sometimes people need help. And if we can help them, then we should, if we're in a position to do so, we should help them out if we can. And, you know, so she got to learn a good lesson. She said, oh, I like helping people. And, you know, yes, I may be an asshole, but at least I will hopefully potentially raise a, a, a better non, person, a semi non asshole. Yeah, I still want her to be an asshole about them something because I don't want her to get walked all over. But yeah, you know. like the well, I don't know if this sounds weird, but in in civilization, right? Yeah, if you're not doing, if we're not doing those things already to show compassion to another hum, human being, right? And you know the way things are going in the world, like who who the fuck knows if we end up in a post apocalyptic oh. future? I know that's kind of like a yeah, an yeah. embellishment or a. Right, right. a a weird scenario for that to happen. Oh, you mean a dream scenario? A dream, a dream scenario, <laughs> sure. Well, okay, um, but but to say like, if you don't value human life right now in this current society, yeah, like what's to say that you're gonna you're gonna have that same feeling in that scenario? In, in, yeah. in that scenario, the other scenario. <laughs> uh, there's this lady. Um, I saw this, it was an interview with her. She was a, a archaeologist, mm-hmm. and they asked her. What do you consider to be the first sign of a proper, of a tribe becoming a civilization? Mm-hmm. Is it like um, agricultural, or is it um, like the evidence of agriculture, evidence of tools, evidence of good of self governing, or like what is that that you find for it to be the first sign of civilization? Mm-hmm. 
And she said it was um, repaired bones. Repaired bones? So if a leg breaks, and because when a femur breaks and it heals, it leaves a mark. Mm-hmm. Like a scar. In the animal world, a broken leg is it's a death sentence. Yeah, it is. For a human leg to have been healed is a sign that someone grabbed them. Someone took, care, him, of took him care of him for that long enough. And for healed him for, for him to be reintroduced to society. She says that is the first marker of a civilization. Mm. So as I'm saying, like, for us to be able to say, hey, help someone out, that literally is the beginning of our civilization. Mm. That's like... Uh, for like a primitive society to not view somebody else as like an enemy and say, well, this person is not threatening and I'm going to help them. That's that's a big step to make. Um, I mean, yeah, look at even in modern society, if a horse breaks his leg, what do we do? We oh, push yeah. it, put it down. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot the fuck out it's of it. It's not worth rehabilitating it. Mm-hmm. So for, yeah, for an ancient civilization where they're willing to say, okay, he's a burden now, but he's going to be reintroduced to society later. So it's worth keeping him around. Yeah. So it's like, is it pragmatic or is it um, sympathy? That who knows? But I don't know which one do we consider to be the more pra- the more evident of a civilization: sympathy or pra- uh, pragmatism? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think if you look at it, yeah, okay, it's it's a. I mean, I think sympathy probably is the thing that would identify. In that instance, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not just the ability to look at, okay, to to just use deduction and say, all right, if we help this guy out, because I don't think that's the main reason why, or the main reason why that, like, something like that would happen is, oh, yeah, we're just going to fucking help this guy out. I think, you know, because he can do something for us later, because that's kind of like a selfish reason to, you know, to do something, right? So if you look at it from the perspective of, oh, if it's sympathetic, the reason why they're doing this, because, oh, this was their somebody that was a family member or even if it wasn't, even if it was just like a random guy that's part of their tribe or whatever that got hurt and somebody takes the the onus on themselves to help rehabilitate him and bring him back into society. It's kind of like, oh, okay, that's the true showing this, this tight knit or this community that isn't just animalistic in saying, oh yeah, you got hurt. Oh man, you're sucks. fucking dead. Yeah, yeah, sucks to be you, buddy. But I guess it was good knowing you because you you about to die, and then you know eating him later or whatever. Well, if uh, I, yeah, if you look at things like with the, um, if you look at like um, old old like ancient civilizations, yeah, say, um, like Mesoamerica with the Aztecs, right? I don't know if you ever saw that movie Apocalyptico. Nope, it's really fucking good. Yeah, man, it actually really is. Like I had, I thought it was gonna be insanely racist and like be degrading because you know it's freaking Mel Gibson was directing it but this shit was so fucking accurate it was it was fucking good you should check it out and I think just on a side note about that's just a I I mean listen political fallout with notwithstanding of of Mel Gibson's personal fuse but as a as an artist I guess or in the terms of acting directing and and writing in that sense and producing films that dude knows what he's doing, man. Like he puts in the work and I, I mean, even with the passion of the Christ, I mean, listen, I'm not, you know, an ardent believer or whatever. I mean, you say that, but did you see get the gringo? He, I, he went for races I, on that one. I mean, I guess, but that movie was still fucking funny, man. It was, it was a good movie too. Hey, dude, at I least, mean, at least, uh, he's transparent 
I mean, about it as opposed to like Clint Eastwood who <laughs> who, just, who's, who made Gran Torino is like it's just an excuse for him to shit say, on Asians yeah just to say dumb shit like to well, say the n-word and oh, yeah it was I mean the way I took that movie was it was him being it showed that the guy is racist in the sense that I, I don't even say he was racist he just liked to talk shit yeah, think, obviously he did, and but, that's the yeah. lowest hanging fruit is the this racism. Is the you know, easiest way to make a joke out of something, or yeah. The easiest way to piss somebody off. Yeah, I mean, but, if you're talking shit. But at the end of the day, he sacrificed himself to get this family out of that situation. Yes, that's true. But I, like I said, Mel Gibson made it a point to say that he was against Jews, like or something yeah. like that, right? And now he's going after the freaking um, Rothschilds. Okay, uh, but for Clint Eastwood, I don't think he's ever directly said that he hates he hates certain people. But right, he makes yeah. a movie he, where he gets to say like everything. I mean, Mel Gibson did it, but Mel Gibson did it like you already kind of know what what, what kind of person he is because it, yeah. it's in humor. Like it's right, in, yeah. it's in the context of humor. But for Mel or for Clint Eastwood, you're like, man, <laughs> like you, you said <laughs> well, all that shit. By that same logic, would you say um, uh, Quentin Tarantino's racist? Because he makes a lot of movies with him saying the N-word. Yeah, I, I, that's I, true. I, I don't know, man. I mean, he. But, I don't think he but, officially got the N-word passed, but he sure I mean, made it. Seems like he, he did. He, he he believes he did. Right. He's, he was able to say to um, was it Samuel L. Jackson, and Samuel L. Jackson was not only cool with it, he even helped him get Leo to say it in... Um, oh, in Django? Django, Django yeah. Yeah, he had to help... So, Motherfucker, I am your property. Say it like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, he even even said like the next day after he had that heart to heart with him, he came in. He's like, so hey, Leo. I just he's like, did he just snub me? He's a character. He's like, oh, yeah. he's getting it. Yeah. 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 That's wild. That is crazy, man. Like to think about but that. Like to say with oh, yeah, the whole yeah. civil, ancient civilization. What? Mm. Um. Let's be honest. Medical science is nothing. <laughs> Back then, they had the you know shamans. Well, I think they had the sages. Mm-hmm. Um, but literally, they were using whatever they could to be used as like medicine, like because you know psychedelic shit like that. But like, there was a scene where the little boy they fell down this little fucking hole. You're, you're talking about apocalypto, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. And the kid had a huge gash. They didn't have stitches. She was literally using these bullet ants to bite the wound closed and then rip their heads off because the ants have a whole thing in their nervous system when you ripped it up their their whole system locks up so they were literally using the ant heads as uh stitches mm-hmm. which was actually a thing they um i mean they didn't find evidence but like i think they found journals of um conquistadors and shit that were talking about how they were this civilization was um not barbaric but what's the word primitive primitive but yet advance. He still said, um, "What's his name? I forgot his name. Right? The, the, the guy who was led the Spanish uh, Inquisition into it, into Cortez. Mexico. Cortez, yes. He even wrote down that it was the that Tec, uh, Tec- I can't say the name of the the capital. The, uh, Tenoch, Ten, uh, yeah, it's it's a hard one. Uh, Tenochtitlan or something like that. Yeah. yeah. He said it was the most beautiful city he had ever seen. Mm-hmm. He had been to Britain. He had been to France. He had been to Spain. He came from Spain." Modern civilizations. Yeah, yeah. And he said, this little place in Mexico that doesn't even know how to sail. Doesn't even know how to... They don't have steel. Well, I don't know if they had steel weapons, but... No, they like, didn't. They had yeah. volcanic glass. Yeah. 
They didn't even have they didn't even have wood. They had rocks. Yeah. They were still in the Stone Age. And he said that was the most beautiful city he had ever seen in his life. And I'm saying, like, and you see that in Apocalypto is what I'm saying. And so like so in a civilization like that, when you see that they're using whatever they can in nature to mm-hmm. heal one another, mm-hmm. is that again compassion or is that because with the Aztecs again is it the whole oh we need to keep him alive because he's a soul that we need to save or hey he's injured let's keep him alive to sacrifice him <laughs> I mean yeah there, there was that aspect of it too but I don't know I think that one of the things that, like what you were saying makes me wonder is you know you look at those type of cities and the things that they said about, oh, this is the most beautiful city they've ever seen. It makes you wonder, you look at the ruins of it now and you wonder, what the fuck did that really look like back then? Because, you know... You ever, you ever heard of the uh, snake, the snake, the shadow, the, the shadow snake of the temples? Uh. So there's, in the temples on the, um, you know, the, the stairs are? Yeah, yeah. They've made it, again, fucking Stone Age people made it so um, when the sun hits it, there's a shadow of a snake on the fucking... Uh, Thing. Mm. And as the sun goes down, the snake is moving. Like it's slithering down? Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, yeah. The, the amount of... The level of... Engi- but then, oh, does that does that denote a civilization? The level of, of sheer engineering competence that that would take to, to make that happen? Was it because they didn't have any technology? So that's all they had to do is just sit around and figure out how to make rocks and make fucking look snakes looks like they're moving when the sun moves? I mean... Who knows what, what the real reason was? I mean, look at the whole thing with the sages where they're able to tell you. Literally, the final test for a sage is to go into a cave, eat a shit ton of psychedelics, and then sometime later they pull them out of the cave. They tell them, look, at, look up at the night sky and tell me how long you were in there. And by the constellation, they can tell you how long they were in that cave. Yeah. yeah. I, I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, yeah, go for it. So if you guys can hold it down. Oh, yeah, we'll hold it down. Um oops. Yeah, no that that's st- that type of stuff is very interesting, and then just kind of is it because? Because think about it, that's a, is that a fucking artwork that art that's been lost to us because we rely on GPS, uh, Greenwich Mean Time, and all that yeah. shit to navigate because we have the satellites and shit. Yeah, I think it probably has, or not, maybe it's not lost, but it's not prevalent, I guess, mm-hmm. in society now because we you don't need it. It's the same thing, you know, when going transitioning from having. A GPS in the car to MapQuest, right? Mm-hmm. Or just reading the map. I, I can I can tell you, I'm sure Ruben fucking has no idea how to read a map. I'm sure he has I no idea how to fucking... I've forgotten. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he has no idea how to read a Thomas Guide, like how to find directions in a Thomas Guide. I mean, that's that's a well, skill... Remember, well, remember when we were in ROTC and they had yeah. the army come out and teach us how to oh, yeah, set to a compass? Land navigation, yeah. I've forgotten all that shit, but that was... Uh, that's a, a useful skill to have, but I've already forgotten it, but like... yeah. That was oh. only, that was only what? Oh, shit, what? Oh, it was like twenty years ago. Yeah. Twenty years ago. Fuck we're old. Yeah, we are fucking old. You. Fuck off. We're like the same age. All right. I know you always say that. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, especially you. I'm literally ten months or eleven months older than you, and that's it. That's it. That's all. That's all it is. Not a very, not a lot. Not even a full twelve months. Dude, I'm in my mid thirties. You're like in your fifties. I'm too. Also in my mid thirties. Okay. Yeah, you're in your mid thirties because you cycled around. I am literally at. 35. I'm in my literal mid-30s. Because you cycled around. 
So you're saying I'm 135. No, no, you've you my odometer cycled over. You went to the end of to the back to end zero of, end of county to where it cycled back over to zero. What are you guys on about? <laughs> oh, he's saying about how I'm fucking way old, how I'm old. I'm an old man, and then I was just saying about how he is literally 11 months younger than I am. And how does that? And he and he's like, oh, you're just it's, we're so old. And he's like, especially you, you're so fucking old. And then he I, he's like, I'm in my mid 30s, Josh, and you're in like your 60s or 70s. And he said. I'm so old that my odometer has gone to the end of counting and then has flipped back over to 35. So, like, I'm not really actually 35. I'm, like, to the end of counting plus 35. Wow, dude. You so, went from that? We went from, like, Aztecs to that? What the fuck? Well, because we were talking about land navigation and how is that is that a, la- like, is that a lost like, art? Stuff like that of, is lost Like, us. the thing with the stars, right? Is that, like, a lost art to us? And I said, I don't think it's necessarily lost. But I told him I was like, well, oh. About, isn't that something that... Uh, Sailors do, yeah, but like well, a recreational. Yeah, but that's one. Of, that's one of the things that um, replaced that is. Um, have you heard of Greenwich Mean Time? Heard what? Of Greenwich Mean Time. I don't know what that is. Like you ever heard of you know Pacific Standard Time? It's like the time zone. Oh, oh GMT, GMT is zero. GMT. It's like zero. It's the zero. Oh, so there's okay. a clock. There's literally a clock that they specifically made. <laughs> and judging by there's a little algorithm you do by where you are, whatever, and yeah. then by the time of where Greenwich Mean Time is, you're able to navigate the planet. I see. And, you know, you can use the stars and shit like that as well. So, but, I, but with the way they do it in, in Navy, it was like, okay, the North Star is there, so Orion's boat's there, so that means... Perseus We're in has, Spain. Yeah. Perseus <laughs> is over there. Perseus is over there. We gotta be going this way to go north. That's pretty much how it works. But the way the Aztecs were is like, all right, Perseus has turned to the angle and has reached this axis of the planet. So I know it's been three weeks now. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like it, we expanded. We're past that and actually degraded in the use of that skill. Yeah, I do think that because well, that's what got us on talking about that was because I took, oh, like, like Ruben, I was like, I bet you Ruben, he's, he's 21 years old. I bet you if I handed him a map, he'd have no idea how to fucking read it. Or if I gave him a Thomas guide, he'd have no fucking idea how to get he couldn't uh, tell me how to get from his house to my house even know what atomic on atomic, probably not that's true but in talking about you know when i was brought up in you know the other stuff and learning the city or whatever that you're in right and you have to like we did have that was the beginning steps of having gps in the cars right so you weren't allowed to use it when you were getting trained because you Wait, had for to, what when i was working in the at the city Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, yeah. So when you when you were in training, like you were not allowed to use the the GPS in the car because you had to figure out you had to use the Thomas guide or you or a map or whatever because you needed to know how to get to a place that you had never been before without because if the GPS went down, what what happens? Because that was still fairly new technology back in fucking two thousand six or whatever. I was talking about by so, the, like Grommet three hundred dollar machine. Yeah, and so they had just gotten it like in the in the units in the cars, and so you like when you were getting trained, you were you were trained to not rely on that because it could go out, it, it, which it did. It, it 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 pretty randomly, pretty consistently went out or stopped working for some fucking reason, one reason or another. And so if, if uh, what? It's weird. It's literally the volume was all the way down. And an ad just kicked up. No, it's weird. I'm trying anyways. to find that video. It's not about with the Ukrainian soldier. Oh yeah, yeah. So anyway, so 
it's it's like that thing of since I learned how to do that, that's a skill that I'll never not know how to do. Like I, I always know how to read a map. I always know how to, you know, Frank was talking about oh when we were in ROTC and they taught us land navigation, right? With the compass, with the actual lensatic compass and using the the compass to figure out where you're at and to and to make a plot of a course and you could tell exactly how far you've gone and you know plot a course on a map and all that shit right i yes i would have forgotten how to do that if i hadn't brushed up on that skill and continued to utilize it and you know just do it every couple years just to okay keep that shit refreshed in your mind of how to do it because again i think that's a useful skill because you know, if technology ever goes down and you fucking don't know how to get to where you're going and you rely on this fucking GPS, well, fuck, you're fucked. You're not going to know shit. So if you don't know how to read a map or, you know, I mean, like I said, something basic like a Thomas guide for, you know, driving directions, essentially. If you if you don't know how to utilize that, what are you going to do when your, when your GPS stops working? How are you going to get to places, you know? So that was what I, where I did agree with him that I do think it's somewhat of a lost art. And I don't think that the newest generation or this Gen Z or whatever it's called, I definitely don't think they're going to ever know how to read a map or potentially even know what a map, a physical paper fucking map is. Everything's all going to be digital GPS, Google maps. It's all going to be on your phone. Like yeah, dude. Cause I, like you remember back in the day, okay, there was a Thomas guide, right? That was what you had. If you wanted to figure out where you were going, you had to look up the fucking thing and you had to, you had to figure out your directions based on the grids and all that shit. Well, then what came out that was the first kind of digital format of that was, um, uh, the the map. What the fuck? What was it called? It wasn't Google Maps. It was uh, MapQuest. MapQuest. Yeah, that was the first thing that kind of came out. That was like an internet website, but you you could put in an address and it would give you directions how to get there from an address you pointed. But you had to print it out, yeah. and then you had to follow directions. Well, I remember back in my, when I, the first time I saw it. You remember the uh, the kicks or what was it called? That oh, the sidekick, the, the, the phone, the fucking yeah. MySpace phone. Oh yeah, yeah, the T-Mobile one. Yeah, that was the yeah, little was flip, the sidekick. Yeah, yeah. My buddy had one, and he li- that was like one of the first phones that can access the end. This is before the iPhone came out, right? Yeah, yeah. And he was literally navigating to our to a party where we we're going to, literally using MapQuest on that thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. You bringing up like the Gen Z thing. Mm. I don't even think that's limited to just that. Like I've. There's probably people of our generation that don't know how to fucking do that. I was no, I was just gonna say like amongst the people that I know, there's people that I know that don't uh, all use is like Google Maps, and I I don't know if it's just me. Well, you have to use Google Maps because if you use Apple Maps, it's gonna tell you to turn off on the fucking freeway. (laughs) Um, That's not true. It was when it first came out, dude. Yeah, but it's not true now. Apple Maps is legit, all right? But I feel like I could drive anywhere and know where I'm going. And I had people right. ask me, like, how do you know where you're going? I'm like, oh, I just use kind of like landmarks or I use, yeah. I use major streets. Like, I I know always know where I'm at as long as, like, I'm running parallel or perpendicular to the street. Right, like, yeah. I, if I'm, that's the basic kind of, like, Ugh. idea, right? Like, that's kind of how... I see things, but for them, it's like, oh, what the fuck? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, dude. Katie's amazed. She's like, she's like, I don't know how you fucking ever get like, how do, how do you know where to go? Like, she's like, oh, and I'm like, yeah, listen, I'll could put in a place on a, on a map on the Google Maps and I'll literally look at it and I'll go, OK, I, I know where I'm going now. And then I just I don't need it to keep telling me where to go. I'll just get there. And she's like, ah, how the fuck do you do that? And I'm just like, I don't know, just from having to figure out. I, I looked at the map and I saw there was something that we didn't know the address of it or whatever, but she knew what street it was on and like the cross street. And so 
I literally looked at where we were at on the on the Google map and then I I found that point and I said, okay, we're here. So I'm like, all right, cool. I got it. I know how to get there now. I know what direction I'm traveling. So now I know what you need to turn right or left on and then yeah. get there. And she was just like, I, I just, I don't even know. I would never have been able to figure that out. And it's like, well, because you never had to really do it. So I that's if you why. remember uh, growing up, a lot of the cars from the um, late 70s, I mean, late 80s, early 90s, no. Mm-hmm. Because in the mid '90s, that's when they got rid of it. But a lot of old cars came with compasses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. I remember my brother-in-law. He has a. Uh, he had one of the OG Forerunners, yeah. uh, the Toyota Forerunners. Yeah. yeah. And because you know those cars, or back then they were meant to be off-road cars for you to go, go camping. And shit. Yeah, yeah. Not like this where, oh, it's it's a Rav Four. It can go off-roading. It's seventy thousand dollars. No, sorta. <laughs> It's, it's it's you get the bragging rights of no, having a. Rap. You could take it off road, but it you spent so much money that you really shouldn't. Because if you fuck this, if you get one little ding or scratch, oh man, it's gonna cost you. Mm-hmm. My God, dude, I I don't know why I'm saying this. Yeah, but you talk fucking loud, dude. Like I'm just loud, do. man. I'm just a loud like, motherfucker. I can't help it. Like why? There's we're, a we're, filter. Okay, see, look at the waveform. There's a filter on this that literally keeps me the same sound as you guys. But so I, in your ears, I'm loud. But to everyone else, I'm going to be but, the same but, but, fucking level. I mean, I'm literally having to take my headphones off every five minutes just like, to fucking like, stop my ears from bleeding. We're all within ears shot distance of one another. And you're like... I'm just loud. I just... I'm sorry. Like, you're talking as if we're in a crowd of like 300 pe- people that you need How to... Like, you, no, no. Hold on. I'm not yelling. Okay. I'm just passionate about what I'm saying. Yeah. And I want to make sure everyone know. can fucking hear me. Okay. That's Even all it is. you talk about people you hate, when you talk about something uh-huh. you're not passionate about, uh-huh. you're fucking loud. I'm just saying that you don't know that, Frank. That's not even. I know a, you my, I'm, I'm, I'm not for a long time. <laughs> I'm not. T- I'm not. That's not. Even, that's not me attacking you or anything. I'm no, just it is. You're fucking. No, it's loud. me attacking <laughs> him. I'm attacking him. <laughs> I'm. So, I'm sorry. I'm. Li- what can I do to change that? Nothing. Because fuck you, Adam. I'm, I'm old. I'm, no, I'm just gonna be loud. I'm gonna continue. You know, oh, so, I. Oh, I will so you admit it. You are old. You're not. No, I said I'm loud. The, you're not. This, you're not the first person to say this. <laughs> You're not the first one to say that. My wife says this all the time. Everybody I, everybody I know tells me that I'm just fucking loud and I need to tone it down. And I'm like, you don't I can't. have to do anything. I'm That's just saying you're loud. That's all it is. Thank you for pointing that out, Adam. Yeah. I appreciate you. It's just I'll not take for, that as a compliment. Yeah. But, anyways, uh, what were we talking about? Navigation. <laughs> Navigation yeah. systems. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know, man. I'm just kind of like amazed that, that there are people that just. Uh, I, and I will say there are certain areas where, like Orange County. Yeah. Orange County. Yes, we live in California. <laughs> what, I, I wasn't think specific. That's a big I wasn't specific. Yeah, I wasn't specific. But I don't think that's that big of a there, deal. There's certain parts. Like, I will say that, uh, like, when you're over by, like, the beach area, there's a certain part where the freeway becomes a toll road. And oh, I, yeah. I, I don't remember what specific freeway it is, but um, that that area is somewhat confusing. But I, I would say that... On, on the whole, Southern California has like landmarks. Like you know where you're at, right? Yeah, a majority at all of the times. Time, yeah, at all, at all times. So it's like not difficult to navigate yeah. where you're at. Just I don't know if it's a feel or what it is, but like maybe it's just the fact that we've driven we've around been here everywhere. for so many years. Yeah, yeah but it could be that too. On a, and, side, on a side note, uh, is it weird that I found it less bad when the toll roads were owned by private corporations? Uh, that it felt less like oh fine I'll pay to, get to use this toll road. It felt less bad than when the government started owning them, and it was like really I have to pay the government to use my own fucking roads that my taxes are already paid for. Would you you talking about the fast track? Yeah, because it used to be a private corporation. Now California owns it. 
Fuck, man. I don't know. I, I kind of hate the idea. I'm, I'm not. Oh, fuck. I don't want. I don't want to dox myself because I was. I, I don't know. All you already these, said yeah. we live in Southern California, dude. Yeah. But I'm not being specific of where we live. So Orange, County not, pretty pretty fucking, Orange County is pretty fucking suspicious. I mean, and they don't even know if we live in fucking Orange County yeah. or not. Well, yeah. Well, I'm just saying that the fast track lane shit, dude. The fact that they've added lanes for just, the freeway just for just, that, just for that just dude. For that, it's man. so bad, man. Like I hate it. I hate it. I hate the fact that there's two extra lanes that was probably built on. You know, citizens' dollars or whatever yeah. tax dollars that yeah. that doesn't even, that we can't even use it. And not to say, and I know the law of congestion, dude. That the more lanes yes, you add, it's like, just going to cause more traffic. It's just going to cause more traffic. If but, you put a double decker freeway on one of the freeways out here, it's yeah, just it did, both of those it, decks are going to be fucking. It did so much for Los Angeles, but yeah. also it's just the. I think it's just the fact that, um, dude, I've seen an accident. Like where we live mm-hmm. on one of the major streets, like yeah. every fucking week, man. Oh, yeah. And it's because people run red lights. Um, yeah, dude, it's just people run a number of red lights. I don't know if it's just bad driving or what the fuck it is that we have traffic like year round all the time. I want to say it's worse than like New York, dude. I don't, I don't know, but no, that's a hot take. That's a hot take. <laughs> yeah, but we're, we're not I'm even in like New York. It's the state. It has bad. Even if you get to, even when you get to the county areas, so yeah, I f- I feel from like what I've heard, just... it's bad too. From what I've heard, mm-hmm. but here in the U.S., it's only. I mean, the U.S. like like Mexico, is, I mean, New York isn't, but in California, especially, <coughs> I think the traffic, the whole thing with traffic is especially with Southern California, and I even and then when you get to Southern California, it's like Los Angeles, because mm. where we are, I've never had traffic as bad as Los Angeles. Yeah, I mean, it's varying degrees of, of shittiness as you and, emanate like, out from If you LA. go from, like, Los Angeles, once you leave Los Angeles, you start getting to, like, the mid. Traffic is a lot easier to handle until you get back to, like, uh, Oakland and um, uh, Silicon Valley and shit. That's true. I mean, the middle, yeah, the middle of the state is, I mean, we've driven through there a, sh- a bunch of fucking times. And, I mean, granted, it's always been, like, fucking way late at night or early in the morning. But even yeah. during the daytime... It, the traffic in the middle part of the state is way better because there's like way less people and, and that's what it is. And then once you get back to the hub of San Francisco, I mean, remember when we went to fucking San Francisco, oh literally, we, it took us what? It took us like it six us, hours just to six get. six hours to get to Sacramento. It took us another six hours to get into San Francisco. It, yeah, it took us, we literally were waiting for another like four hours outside going to just get into the bridge. It was just dead, deadlock. <laughs> I remember too, we were cursing you because you decided not to come with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one in like, San Francisco, yeah. Yeah, and we were sitting in the lane and right next to us is a clear lane for um it was, the three, it was yeah the three plus San Francisco. Oh, it was wow. three you plus. need three people yep, you need three people there to do Damn. it and then we were like motherfucker if adam would have fucking came we could be in that free lane we would have been there way early we're like this son of a bitch it's all his fault yeah like it wasn't one you could get in because there was literally a booth where they would charge you if you didn't have three people yeah we were i was like oh man we could just say fucking just be like oh we didn't know we're not from around here we're new and then i'm like oh no they're fucking they're gonna they're gonna they're find gonna you they're gonna get that shit they're gonna be like ah you went in the three plus lane well guess what it's 187 dollars now to, to cross this bridge bitch here's the here's the is toll. it really well i feel like that they would just charge you the fine right then and there of being in the three plus lane <laughs> how, how much is the 
how much does it cost to use Shit. The toll, I mean the, the, the that road. Well, it, the fine is is a minimal was a thousand dollars or something like that. Oh, no, that's know, a handicap. Probably. That's a handicap. I don't, I don't know what I don't remember what it was. That was that was several years ago. Yeah. So I don't remember what it was then. I'm sure it's more now. Whatever it was, and that wasn't even the Golden Gate. That was the yeah, Bay Bridge. That was just the Bay Bridge just to get into Fuck. the goddamn city, and it was just like Jesus Christ. And granted, we didn't go there for tourism, so we didn't get to experience all the stuff. But I I kind of like that, like that we live down here and yeah. we don't have to have stupid fucking tolls yeah like that it's an option I mean, it's optional you, you can yeah that's not an option that's you gotta pay this shit there's yeah. no choice and <sighs> Christ fucking parking oh dude yeah the parking there is just fucking insane literally then, all we, we decided it's cheaper for us to leave the car at the hotel's parking which the price was included the parking was included with the hotel right and just, it was cheaper to fucking uber across the city yeah and it wasn't cheap it was like 17 bucks oh man like one minimal. way one way like 17 or 18 dollars for just like two or three blocks fuck and, and then fucking uh and then when we did have to drive in around it's like people don't have common sense anymore it's like Oh, I'm just going to walk in the middle of this fucking street. There's this <laughs> yeah. five-ton car coming at me. I'm just going to walk in the street. And then it was funny when we actually got fed up and started yelling at people. Literally, everybody was like, what? what? Nobody <laughs> raises their voice. What? Okay. This has some somewhat what, what you guys are. It has something to do with somewhat. somewhat oh, my God, dude. I can't <laughs> words right now. Holy fuck. Okay. It's late. Yeah, yeah, true. This is on a tangent yeah. of what you guys are talking about. And this isn't a criticism of like homeless people or anything, but um I don't know if you guys have ever driven around where we live. Um because there are like homeless yeah. people and some of them are well, delirious. Where I live, they reopen they reopened that uh homeless shelter. Mm. So it, we've been having a huge problem with them now. Yeah, like the some of them are delirious, right? Yeah, and crazy. I don't know, like, are they aware? Because some of them cross the street and then they're like, you know, they're kind of in their tirade or they're going off or whatever. But like they go on the street like no problem whatsoever when it it's probably like not a safe situation for them to be in. But somehow they always manage to like make it out okay that they haven't been hit by cars. And maybe that's part of our like responsibility that we know to yeah. be careful in that yeah, uh, like situation. To not just run them over. On yeah, that same but, side of that coin, though, if it's, if it's a crackhead, you can hit them, but there's just... You're going to... You're going to hit a crackhead? Your car is going to get damaged. The crackhead is going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, fuck, dude. I don't know, man. I don't know why I brought that up, but it's just kind of like a weird... Because San Francisco. Yeah, probably. I don't know if it's San Francisco, but... It's San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That place is riddled. There's this, I saw this interview with this man who has... His whole thing is that he likes to travel the world. He hiked through Pakistan into Afghanistan, like from Pakistan to Afghanistan. Like he does all this shit. He said he's been everywhere in the world. And the only place he has ever stepped in human feces was San Francisco. <laughs> if you're ever in San Francisco. Well, did you ever hear about that map app that they made for people to report where they find human feces so the city can clean it up? The server got overloaded within like 20 minutes. Jesus. They, shut down, they had to shut down the program. Because <laughs> there's so much human there's shit. so much shit. In the streets. Fuck, man. Yeah, that's fucked up. Alright, well, what, what, what else do you guys have to bring up? Um, you Again, I had a question since you got, you brought up the whole uh, you guys were making uh, quotes mm. earlier. Okay. Mm. Well, the Willy Wonka one? 
Well, it's just that, that's just that, but like just stuff you guys were making quotes and stuff. You know, like, oh, about, yeah, okay. you know the Hitler one. <laughs> oh, the Hitler one. <laughs> um, <laughs> what's a quote like? What, like, what's a go-to quote for you? A go-to quote, like one that's like. I guess one that stuck with you the most or something like that. Because the one I have is so fucking weird. All right, go for it. It's literally from one of the Halo books. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's it's just... It's just something... I don't know I don't know why I like it so... I mean, I know why I like it so much. I just don't know why it stayed with me so hard. Is um, It's like right after Master Chief went through the um, augmentation to make him into a Spartan. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um... Uh, I can't remember what the percentage was, but it was a high number of them died from it. And, um, what's up? No, we're looking at you. Him. He's like, he's looking at the ball. Oh, look, nothing. I don't, I don't even want, I don't want to bring it up. <laughs> were they fucking? No, they were, they were making like, it looks like they, it looked like they were, but yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm saying it, we're yeah. fucking because it happens a lot. Yeah. Well, anyways, go, go ahead. Yeah, man. Um, uh, Master so, Chief, yeah. yeah. So a bunch of them died, and a good portion of them also became deformed. Like they couldn't walk anymore. Their bodies were all yeah, yeah. fucked, and they were trying to take them away. And she was like, Master Chief was like, no. At the time, he wasn't a Master Chief, but uh, John wasn't letting them because he was their squad leader. He wasn't refusing. So the people that the guy that was in charge of training them, Chief Petty Officer Mendez, takes him to the side. Hey, it's okay. They're we take care of our own. They they still have great minds. We're gonna use them. They're not gonna be discarded, or whatever. And so he's having a conversation, and like he's like, Master Chief's like torn because he feels guilty that he survived, and they got deformed and they got died. And he just tells him the line, the line that I like to quote is, "It is the job of a leader to send the to send people to their death." Because you're ordering them to, you know, to go into combat and stuff. Yeah. You're ordering these people to die. But it is your responsibility to make sure those lives were used and not wasted. And I don't know. It's just something that's always stuck with me. Because I know it comes from a fucking video game book. Yeah. But it's something that should be that should be used in every day. Like, something I always equate to my whole life is, like, you have to make hard choices. But you have to make sure you get the best out of it. And not it, just, like it's not so much just, purpose, not just for you, but for everyone involved. Mm. I mean, it's just for me. Like I, I never like to think as the individualistic. I like to think it was the group, mm. the team, and that's just I don't know. It just spoke to me for that reason. Yeah, no, that's good. That's a good. That's a good one. I like that one. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can't. I don't know why I'm like blanking right now on quotes that have stuck with me. Mm. I mean, there's. I mean, there's. There's probably a lot. There's the one, I don't know if it's a quote, but it's it's that one about God, I don't know who I'm gonna fuck it up because it's it's kinda long, but it's it's like, oh, for every for every hundred men in battle, like half of them are just fucking cat or yeah, half of them are just fucking bodies. Uh twenty twenty of them shouldn't even fucking be there. Mm-hmm. Ten of them, those are those are the real, those are the real like fighters and they make the battle, right? Or nine of them or something like that. Mm-hmm. We should, we should be thankful for them. And then there's the one 
And that one is the one that makes sure he brings everybody home, right? That's like the, that's like kind of saying, hey, you know, out of every hundred men in the battle, most of them are just fucking cannon fodder. There's a few that are actually making the battle happen and making it what it is. And then there's one person who's essentially the warrior that's basically putting it all together and, and, there's enforcing story. the outcome essentially. There's a story I saw for um, Navy uh, SEAL training uh-huh. during Bud School. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a thing where they bury you, uh-huh. and like you know, you see that movie Major Pain. Yeah, Everyone, yeah. he's like, you know, I gotta water my plant. Like, yeah, it's yeah. essentially like that. And the whole thing is, that they're supposed to. The purpose of it is to break your spirit, to make you crumble, and then make you strong again. And they were doing it, and then like you know, it's fucking freezing. Like they're on the beach. It's like fucking four o'clock in the morning. And he was talking about how, yeah, we were all, people were quitting left and right, like going out, you know, I think it was at the one where you ring the bell or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And people were just quitting left and right until one moment, just somebody just started singing a song. I can't remember what song it was. Like, it was something stupid, like uh, Mary Had a Little Lamb or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And like, literally everybody just started going with it started going with it and the instructors were yelling stop singing stop. and nobody was listening they were all singing and from that point on nobody quit and all it took was just that one person that just starts singing it are you, are you talking about yeah. Dave Goggins I could be Dave but this was I saw this shit a long time ago so it might have been like early in his career oh I don't know. Was that a story that you talked about? I don't know if I it ever wasn't. That. I don't know if it was like uh, sand, but it, it was something about being in. The <laughs> yeah, like there was that, and the, they were in the they were in the ocean, but I don't know how deep they were. But they no, were this deep was not in the ocean. They they were on the beach. This is a training they do to fucking freeze you out. Oh, I see. Like the whole per- the whole first the whole first week of Navy SEAL training is to get rid of the people who can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And. uh I don't even think it was him. I think it was, uh, yeah, it wasn't him because it was a guy that was at the, it was at, uh, he was doing a, it was an admiral doing a speech <sighs> at a Navy SEALs um, graduation um, yeah. thing. It was him talking to a speech about this and he also said the whole thing about like, if you, about like the simplicity of the training of military is like, what's the first thing you're always supposed to do when you get up in the morning? And every branch of the military teaches you this. I don't know. I don't know. Make your bed. Make your bed. And he's talking like, that's something you should take with you for the rest of your life. Just get up, take the extra little five minutes, make your bed. Maybe you don't make it all perfect, whatever. And then you're in the right mindset for the rest of your day because of that. You're because you you just explore yourself into discipline. Right. Mm. So now you're ready for the rest of the fucking day. And if you have the worst day of your life, the fucking shittiness of everything. Guess what? When you come home, you're going to come home to a made bed. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, when I think about it, because I sometimes I use my bed as a, as a fucking uh, a hamper. <laughs> like I, I, so, not, not that I'm not that to the point where I have like just a mountain of clothes or whatever. Oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm guilty of that. But it, sometimes it gets to the point where like I have to shovel the shit to the off side the bed, yeah is it, and well, i just sleep and i'm like i don't even care dude fuck this yeah. thing i'm, I'm, oh, no, I'm gonna sleep saying, it. I, that was a situation where during the day you during the night you take the stuff off your clothes and put it on the chair and then go to sleep and there's during, that too yeah. during the day you take it off the chair so you can be on your computer <laughs> yeah like i'll i mean eventually i'll throw everything in the hamper but it's a good point like to to make your bed because that means that in order for you to sleep in it everything has to be cleared off of it when by 
by virtue of that, you need to put everything that's on top of it in the appropriate spot. Yeah. And, if, and if you do that in the morning, that means you get to go to bed with nothing on top of it with, uh, I guess, a clear mind and a clear bed, yeah. uh, a clear conscience that you're able to do that. And you start off your day that way. Well, like that's, like, that's yeah. kind of a cool thing. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's supposed to be the start. So if you take that with you, then you're going to notice other disciplines will come easier to you yeah. because you already started your day off. You already put yourself in the yeah. disciplined mind. No, that is true. This, this, some small form of discipline will breed larger disciplines within your life. It's right. like it's like a like, snowball like rolling you and your push-ups. Right? Yeah. That that's it. Just started, or really, it started with like you, we talked about, like the diet, right? It just started with just doing that, just sticking to something, and then it evolved into doing the push-ups, doing this, doing that, doing this, doing that, doing ninety minutes a day, doing this, doing, and then it just slowly snowballed into all these. Habits now, I guess, is essentially what it probably boils down to. Is is the most extreme form of discipline is having a habit, I guess. Dude, I have to say, uh, this isn't me marking out for Yeti. Yeah, but uh, I already I've, told you how much I love it. <laughs> but um, I had I had a metal. I don't know if it's a canteen or just a metal bottle. Yeah, yeah. for water, and that one fell apart. Piece of shit, yeah. Well, it was like the handle fell apart, or whatever. But uh, I, I'm serious, dude. Like, I'm thinking about getting one myself. I mean, yeah. The more I see you drink that thing, I want one. No, now. like so. I, I, every tumbler, every fucking insulated thing I've ever had has just crumbled on me. And I, the only good one I've had is the even the one fucking Josh was jealous of. It. I, 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 where I work, I have the opportunity to steal shit from people who leave it behind, and yeah. somebody left behind a, a Yeti fucking tumbler, and I. That shit has lasted me forever, so that's why I'm like, yeah, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, just having it. Okay, so I don't like using plastic bottles. Like, I just don't mm. want them because I yeah. end up doing dumb shit. Like, I, it, 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 this isn't like to the point that it's crazy or anything like that. But what yeah. I end up doing when I drink water is that I put it on top of this speaker that I have, mm-hmm. and. At some point, there's enough bottles. There's like two or three bottles that start amounting. Accumulating, yeah. Uh, yeah, accumulating. And I'm like, fuck, dude. I know I shouldn't be drinking out of plastic bottles because I, like, I just do something stupid like that where I just start placing it on top of like the speaker. <sighs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. So, and also, like, I also waste water sometimes where there's like a little bit left and sometimes yeah. if I, I like leave it in my car it, it sits long enough to the to, to the bottle it, like expands the bottle yeah. yeah 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 so like i don't want to be wasteful with water at any point and ever since i bought this thing dude like uh like i love the fact that i have this thing next to my bed and i can drink it and i know i'm gonna have a cold yeah. sip of water and on demand and then on top of that like i i don't even because uh, it's a full gallon that's a full gallon. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I don't even drink other sugary beverages or anything like that. I, I just stick to water because I'm like, this is this is fucking great, dude. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm marking out for the <laughs> I'm marking out for the Yeti, dude. Well, Man. dude, like me and Josh uh, talking about this shit. So anyways. I don't, did you ever hear about that shipping container that went capsized in the middle of the Pacific no, Ocean? No. <laughs> so yeah, it was a, a shipping container. So a few months, a few weeks later, everybody finds out, oh, that shipping container was full of Yetis because they find out on Seattle. 
the fucking beach, the Yeti shit was just fucking um, washing up, up on the beach. Oh shit! And people were walking away with like fucking four thousand dollar fucking coolers. God damn, dude! Yeah, I would, yeah, those things aren't cheap. They're like five hundred yeah, bucks for like spot, because man. they're insulated. They were floating. Yeah, but fuck, man! I, I will say that just just in the f- past week that I've had this, yeah, I've been drinking nothing but water, and that's like a small change that I've made that I think is becoming a habit. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's a good one. That is a good one. And, you know, honestly, I think it would be really cool if somebody listening to this that works for Yeti was, you know, maybe it would be cool and send us like some free samples to, <laughs> you know, fucking. Hey, man, you, say, you say that, dude, but like I follow a lot of YouTubers. Yeah. I've, I don't think I've ever seen any one of them be sponsored by Yeti. I mean, because they haven't been good enough until we came along, you know. I mean, and I'm talking about people that like that are part of the demographic that buys Yeti is like fucking demolition rant. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it. If 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 we jerk Yeti off enough, I mean, and we talk about him enough, I mean, enough. maybe no, maybe we'll manifest it. You don't you don't know. It didn't work for Rooster Teeth. Hey man, you never know. Maybe they maybe they started the ball rolling and they didn't finish it. They gave up too quick, and now maybe we could pick up where they left off, and maybe we can you know take advantage of it. <laughs> maybe there's some leadership changes at Yeti, and they decided, ah, oh, you know what, small independent podcast that have like 16 listeners that's where we need to put our the money dozens <laughs> and dozens of dozens. listeners 16 man you're, there are you're, dozens you're, you're of us. a little ambitious there <laughs> there's dozens of us the dozens yeah there's tens of us <laughs> for the, the fives do- and the fives of fans yeah <laughs> for the threes <laughs> for the thousands of canaanites yeah or the millions of hulk maniacs or the millions of rocks fans did you remember that speech like when kane like talked without the fucking yeah, voice yeah. modulator thing he's and he says yeah do the ten thousand or the thousands of canaanites and everybody's like thousands <laughs> of canaanites what the what? fuck like, like fucking um, Puritan shit, man. What the Canaanites sound like something like some Bible Puritan, shit. Yeah, Bible shit. shit. Yeah. Oh, I, don't, I don't know All if right. I have anything else. Yeah, to I don't add. know. You got anything else? Nah. No, that's it. Well, and just like Adam fucking predicted, we we were like, oh yeah, we'll do like thirty minutes, and that'll be good. Uh, hour and twenty minutes later, fucking yeah, it was an yeah. I, thought, I figured we'd go for an hour. Or so yeah, yeah, that's what he said. He's like, oh yeah, we'll probably we say thirty minutes, we'll probably go for an hour. Well, yeah. There we go. So anyways, all right. Well, thanks for listening to our ramblings on the Buttfuck Nowhere show, episode number two. And uh, hopefully uh, maybe episodes uh, 20 by episode 20 or 30 will be sponsored by Yeti. Maybe potentially. I don't know. Oh, my know. God. I would love that, dude. Just, oh, man. I would let it, Yeti everything. Ah. Like to coolers for barbecues, dude. Holy fuck. I would love to have that. Bro. Cold beverages yeah, on man. hand. They have, they have them. Not only do they have insulated ones, they have refrigerated ones now. Oh, shit. Even fucking better. Yeah, maybe we can get Yeti microphones to fucking go. And we can just have mic- nice, cool air coming out of our oh, fucking microphones. There is, a, there is Yeti microphones, but they're not. Well, Yeti. yeah, that's that's yeah, that's yeah, true. There's the, yeah. the Snowball, or what is it called? The, the Yeti Snowball microphone. It's like that well, little. Different, there's different ones. Yeah, yeah. I, I just remember that one specifically. But anyways, uh, yeah. So uh, thanks to Yeti for the future sponsorship of this program. <laughs> it, it ain't happening. <laughs> Shut up, man. We, we you gotta believe, man. Uh, anyways, all right. What do you mean? Well, Anyways, all right. So uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll go ahead and end it here. So thanks for listening, and we will see you on the next one. This has been the Butt Fuck Nowhere Show. Thanks for listening. Don't forget. Subscribe and like on Instagram and TikTok at 
Game Rage Magazine. Also on Twitter slash X at Game Rage Mag. Also visit our website www.gameragemagazine.com for a host of other podcasts and more. Thanks for listening.